and welcome to the Ken Burns Show right here on the BMG Network. Yes, it's the BMG Network. If you have not checked out the BMG Network, I implore you to do so at the bmgnetwork.com. That's the bmgnetwork.com or the BMG Network on Facebook. You also find, I love this word, I use it a lot and people make fun of me for it, but you'll find a plethora of other shows uh, and content on the BMG Network. So again, go to the bmgnetwork.com. And if you have not followed the Ken Burns Show on Facebook, uh, please do. And if you have not followed this show, like this show, subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts. And if you have not given it a review, I appreciate it if you would do that uh, very much so. So what is on the uh, docket for this podcast? Uh, you know, I came across an interesting story. And it was a, uh, a little piece written about what the world would lose if the U.S. Constitution was erased. And I'll pose the question to you. What do you, what do you think would happen if our U.S. Constitution was erased? And, and, well, first, obviously, it's founded on the idea that the role of government is to protect God-given rights. If that's the case, then you would, you know, assume that we believe in God, therefore that's got to be the first standard, and all rights are given by our God, and we've established that here in, in the United States, and we live by that way. Now, of course, it's also that freedom to worship and the way people choose. However, you know, there's some gray areas that we could talk about, but the point being, uh, what if this thing, our Constitution, the very standard by which we live here in the United States was erased. And are we in the crossroads, so to speak, or are we beyond that? Which, which is a great question. I've seen that question uh, posed by many people on different comment sections of different articles. And not just a question. Some people think that we're way beyond that. And I think the biggest thing I want to get into is not just the aspect of the Constitution itself, but what is happening to our youth. How are they being affected? I think you know the answer. If you are a youth, maybe you don't. Maybe you think everything's peachy keen. Uh, But let me very bluntly tell you it's not. Because the America that you know um, is not the America that, you know, uh, I'm I'm not an old man, but I'm middle aged. It's not the America that I know and knew, really. It's changed dramatically. And many times throughout history, it's changed dramatically, but usually for the better. I actually, by the way, am coming at you on this podcast from the state of Tennessee. I happen to be here, and I am um, recording right here in Tennessee. Now, this is a, it, where I'm where I am right now is a, is a huge battleground uh, area. Uh, in particular, in, in Murfreesboro, it's there's a battle that took place here in uh, about 1860ish. And it was the Stones River battle. 20, uh, roughly 24,000 soldiers, 24,000 in a day were wiped out on both sides. You know, nor- the Union and the, and the opposing. And on top of that, the river, the Stones River, it was, not to be explicit, but it was full of blood for days. It ran with blood. It was, it was a horrific battle. And you can only imagine, you know, what that was actually like. Could you imagine that though? The smell, all of it. If you can just put that into your mind a little bit. And when you, when you actually do that, instead of just 
pushing it aside. I mean, many people want to do that because they don't want to think about it. But if you can just take the time to really consider what happened here in this country for, um, of course, you know, all, all battles were a little bit different, but whether it was for, the, for our constitution, for the, our freedoms here, whether it was for, to, to destroy slavery, whatever the battles were, they were fought here so that we could really establish a good ground for all people here on, in the United States. And these people that did this for us, they did it so that we wouldn't have to, you know, go through what they did. That's so humbling if you can think of it that way. Because that's saying, man, somebody on my behalf, the same way that Jesus Christ did. I mean, Jesus Christ obviously came, died, rose again, knew it was all going to happen, did it all knowingly so that you and I could benefit from it. But here's the thing. If somebody doesn't understand that knowledge, doesn't have that wisdom, doesn't have that insight as to what was done for them, they won't grab a hold of it. And if they're told about it, they have to choose to believe it, receive it and believe it, and then live by that standard. And, and that standard really comes freedom out of that. And it is a choice. And that's what's happening today. And I'll explain. We have all these things that were done for us in this country. And it's right there in front of our faces. We can read about it if we choose to. We can listen about what happened and then decide whether we like it or not. That's kind of irrelevant, though. I mean, we cannot like something but understand the great, whether bad or good, consequences that came from it and then recognize that everybody makes mistakes. Everybody, that's you too, by the way. I hope you're not shaking your head. We all make huge, small, minute mistakes to the greatest in the world. Yet, when we recognize it, what do we do? We change, hopefully, and then start to do the right thing. We get a better trajectory in our lives, you know, we, we, and we start walking in that path so that it's better for not just us, for those around us as well. These, so this is what these people do. And going back to what I was saying in the beginning there, they did all of these things so that you and I could benefit with freedom here in this country. And when we kind of deny that or get frustrated about how things are, it just tells you honestly that, man, these are serious first world problems. I mean, if you really just stop, put your feelings aside, take a second to breathe and start actually looking outside of yourself. And I, I, I hope you don't think I'm talking just to you. I'm saying this is a very general, I'm talking to all of us, myself included. If we just step outside of ourselves and take a look at how we're not only being affected, but how we're affecting others by how we think, what we perceive to be true, and our perspective and how that comes out of us, man, it does a, it does a lot of good or damage. And that we, have, we should be questioning that. So we got to be so cautious on the way that we, we live out this, this life that we have. You know, we don't want to just do it in a way that, that we just wake up and I feel this way today. And th th that's the point. That's what we see today. People are walking up, excuse me, waking up literally and saying, this is how I feel today. And therefore, this is how I want to be or live. This is what I want to change into. I'm not talking about clothing uh, but that counts too. 
but we can do all these things. And on the outside, it might make us feel good, but on the inside, not so much. And again, back to the whole aspect, sitting here in a battleground state right now and thinking about what these guys did and what they sacrificed. And I wrote a piece about this a while ago on the bmgnetwork.com under desolatory thoughts. Uh, If you go there, you can read about it. It just happened to do with the 4th of July and just really appreciating what that stands for, okay, our, our freedom. And are we living that out now? Would, this, would these people that did that for us, would they be proud of the way that we're living today? Maybe some people don't care. Uh, I do, though. I do. Because when I, when I think about somebody sacrificing something, their very lives, for my sake, not even knowing me. See, they were thinking about the future. And they were in the present dealing with it then so that we wouldn't have to now. And we should be very grateful and very thankful. And we live in an age right now, honestly, where people are entitled, they feel like they have the right to be. And I am not going to say that they're horrible people. It's not, that's not the case. They're being trained that way. They're being taught to be, and I'm talking about the youth. So apologize for going all over the place, but I'm kind of tying this in. This is really what's happening today. When I look at the youth and when I look at the great people, great kids, great teenagers, great young men and women, who are really trying to do their best, but they're being you know, driven by a lesser standard, a, a much less standard than what was created here for us. And it's so sad because they're actually missing out and they don't realize it. They're not building, they're actually tearing down. They're actually tearing down. And that's the sad part. And when you don't realize you're doing that, and you have other people around you doing the same thing, you know, and cheering each other on, you know, and I'm talking about all movements. We see the, the BLM movements, and we see the transgender movements, and we see all these things, people trying to change the way that you, you talk in the universities when, when somebody identifies as, as something else. And I mention this all the time in podcasts, and that's not the point really, but I'm just mentioning it. I mean, this is the problem. Again, going back to identity crisis, but I'm going to stop right there on that note. And just again, what is happening to our youth today? What are we teaching them? What are we teaching them? And the reality is this incredible uh, constitution of, the, of America, it is under assault. Okay, Freedom of speech is being not tore down, but it's, it's, being, it's, worn, it's being worn down in a dramatic way. We see the government censorship. Um, we see the freedom of belief is being suppressed, uh, whether it's with lockdowns or the right to bear arms. You know, many of the American rights that we have here are literally in jeopardy. So what, again, is being taught to our American youth? And this article that I'm, that I'm kind of coming from here, it talks about that there's a new narrative, and it is a new narrative, okay? Everybody lives according to a script in their lives. We have these scripts that we play by every day of our lives. And there's a narrative in general, in the, in the general public, that's being played out, whether by the, by the mainstream media and the press or by you know, their sphere of influence. It's a new narrative, and it's being taught to our youth. And I say our because... We're all in this together and we should be training our youth and that goes out to parents and what is really happening? It's a, it's a great deception and to tie it into spirituality and I have to because it's the reality. What is the devil? 
a great deceiver. See, if somebody can tell you a lie and, and you know, as a human, just think about the whispers in your ear all the time by a presence that's dark and not seen. The deception and more deception and more deception and you start to believe a lie long enough and you know that whole thing. You believe a lie long enough, eventually it becomes truth. And that is what's happening. Okay, so this new narrative, what do we do about it? And this is what I'm saying. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. You can contact me at kburns at the bngnetwork.com. That's K Burns. That's K-B-U-R-N-S at the bmgnetwork.com. Email me. Or of course on Facebook at the Ken Burns Show. Uh, message me. Let me know. What do you think about this? I mean, what could be done? How do we change the narrative? Now, some people say, well, we have to do something about the government, but we can't do anything about the government. The government's too big and it's just growing. Unfortunately, that, that is true. But do we keep standing? Do we try to get involved more in government? How do we do this? One of the ways is for you, for me, see, my voice is being played out on a podcast right now on a show. And your voice can be doing the same thing, not just on a podcast, but being part of networks like the BMG network and others as well. And when we get together and do this, we don't let our, we don't shut up about it. This is called freedom of speech and we have the right to do it until we're completely shut down and completely censored. We don't stop. That's the point. So is America being rewritten? Uh, man, that, that's a great question too. In some regard, I have to say yes. And I think it's, it's been a slow trickle and it's speeding up. That's my opinion. I could be wrong, but it is. And it's kind of like this. It's saying, okay, this part of the Bible or this part of the Constitution, yes, I get it. But, you know, that was for that time. That was for that time. It's a new time now. We need some change. All right. Here's the thing. We can always do something a little bit different, okay? Look at the way things were made back in the 1800s compared to where they are now. Production is much better. Obviously, not just more workers, but technology has increased. But the principles do not change. See, when the principles do change, what happens? Everything becomes corrupt. All right? So we bring just a little bit of corruption. We don't really look at it like that. And the next thing you know, we're... Full blown, we're in full blown mode of, of living out uh, a corrupt lifestyle. And there is corruption from the fall. But the reality is, we can walk in a manner that is in line with the principles that were set by God Almighty. And we're influenced, that was the influence for the Constitution of the United States of America. And sometimes it really comes down to, I believe, maybe not a full-blown hatred towards God, but people don't understand, don't want to understand, and they just want to believe something else. They don't want to believe something. So unfortunately, it's, this sounds so horrible and degrading, but some people look at it as so, it's too simplistic to believe that there's just something that created this whole world. It's got to be something more to it. There's a Big Bang, or maybe there was, you know, this alien creature that that created us. And you know what? Some people really do believe this. And we actually talked about this on the Ken and Mike show with a scientist. And really that all that's doing is kicking the can down the road because something created them too. You see, I don't really believe that aliens are doing that. <laughs> but if you go to the Ken and Mike show, 
on the BMG Network, you'll see a great interview that we had with Dr. Stephen Meyer. And he really talks about intelligent design, and it's a, it's a fascinating, and you got to watch that show. Not for, for Ken and Mike so much, but for uh, this great interview that we had with Stephen C. Meyer, incredible scientist, um, well, not scientist, but he has a PhD, and he knows his stuff, and he's incredible when it comes to these things, and has written some great books, very intense books, so I, I implore you to check that out. But anyway, but anyway... Uh, I'd also like to make mention of something, too. If you have not listened to the latest podcast episode called The Silent Spreaders by Set Apart with KC, uh, do so because I I, I did want to kind of pose a question to you uh, in regard to the vaccines. And she goes into something very, very important, I believe, that you're probably not going to hear anywhere else. Uh, It's out there if you look for it, but it's not going to be in your mainstream media talking about the vaccinated actually spreading the virus. Can you believe that? I do. Uh, So do take a listen. Uh, That's set apart with KC at the bmgnetwork.com. Now, again, I've actually seen some stories here about this fourth wave coming of of the virus, etc. It's amazing to me how much they're tracking this virus, and I understand why I do. But did you also know that the flu, for example, is constantly changing? Apparently, again, it's gone, but it's not, but it is. I would love to see what the traction of the flu is. I think they just kind of curtailed it into the altogether. It's all combined now. The flu, the virus, whatever, just whatever sickness they can do to kind of get people to be in some type of fear or lockdown, honestly. Um, at some point, we kind of have to just stand up, wake up, maybe wake up first, then stand up, and realize that we're going to have these types of uh, quote-unquote plagues in our lives and we have to make a decision whether we're going to you know, lock ourselves in and hope, hope our ventilation system is working properly so we can kill the bacteria and viruses or we can let our God-given immune systems do their best. Because again, um, you've seen in many of the podcasts on the BMG Network, we talk a lot about this vaccine stuff because man... It really, truly is. Like I said in my last podcast, it is a great experiment. Maybe it was the podcast before. I don't remember. But the reality is we have to be so cautious on what we do in regard to decisions based upon what the government says is best for us. Hard to trust people that are constantly, constantly lying and have the media to help them do so. But anyway, I'm going off on so many tangents, but one of the more important things that I really wanted to kind of stress in this podcast was, again, our, Amer- our American youth, American teens in particular right now, because, man, think about this. Think about what's going on in life today. Think about how much you have on your mind. Think about when you're a teenager trying to figure this life out. How confusing is life today in politics in media, this technology, the virus, there are a lot that teenagers have to think about. And, you know, if you go back uh, at the the Pew Research Research Center, uh, they actually had an article back at, that was actually in 2019. Okay, this is is a couple years ago. They talked about how the, the, the rise of major depressive uh, episodes. So it's 
unreal. I, I, I encourage you to go to the Pew Research and check out, uh, it's, it's entitled The Concerns and Challenges of Being a U.S. Teen and what the data show, what the data shows. Uh, check that out because I'll tell you what, it, I, I wouldn't say it's fascinating. Uh, it's, it's very sad because this is what's happening and, and more and more so because of what's happening with, with the media is playing out for everybody. Serious mental stress, okay? It, it's going up astronomically. Alcohol and drug use, Bullying and cyberbullying, gangs, poverty, teen pregnancy. This is happening a lot. And that's the other thing in all of this. Everybody's trying to find an outlet, whether it's their identity, being male or female, or trying to figure all of that out. Whether it's trying to make money and they'll do anything they can. People pushing young women into doing things they shouldn't be doing, the sex trafficking and many women are being told that, they're, that it's okay to do these things because, hey, they're making a good living. How disgusting is that? Gangs, people, again, feeling part of something. This is why they join them. Bullying, because there's an insecurity in a, in a young man or woman. And they feel better when they make, put somebody else down. And this has always gone on for a very long time. But, man, I'll tell you, alcohol and drugs, all of these things, they're just getting worse. And especially the big thing is anxiety and depression. And depression, I mean, I had my moments when I was a teenager. That doesn't happen to me as an adult so much. But anxiety does, for sure. I have my moments. And panic attacks happen. But thank the Lord that I have him to run to. Many of these teenagers have no idea where to go, what to do. And so I guess the big thing here is what are we going to do to make sure that we are standing up for our youth? Now, I'm not talking about a youth group in a church. I'm saying just as an individual or as a couple, married, husband, wife, how are we presenting ourselves? And when we're around these teenagers, are we having the, taking the time to have conversations with them, listening to them, but then giving them advice, not in a pushy, you know, dramatic way, but really doing it out of the love that comes out of our hearts for them and for the, the purpose that God's put in them. We really got to be thinking about these things because... It's only getting worse. You know, it's not getting better. Okay? It's not. But in the midst of all this, you know, we all can have peace that passes understanding. And we can have the joy of the Lord that is our strength. And we need to present this to other kids. Not in a crazy proselytizing way of, you know, fire and brimstone. But I tell you, when I did missionary work, and I've done a lot of it, the best, best moments were just serving other people. And eventually they just come and say, why are you doing this? And you get to share with them. This is why I do this. Cause I know the purpose that God put me here for. I know that it comes from him. I'm absolutely convinced of this truth. And it's because of this that I'm doing this for you. And, and we do, we pour out, pour out our hearts for these people. And we need to do this for our youth too. Anyway, threw a lot at you. Um, please uh, comment, question, uh, throw me your opinions. I'd love to hear what you think. What are some great things that we can do now? Love to hear your thoughts. So again, reach out to me, kburns at the bmgnetwork.com. That's uh, for email. Or go on the Ken Burns 
show page on Facebook. You can also go to the BMG Network on Facebook and comment there as well. If you have not checked out the BMG Network, do so because you'll see the other podcasts and shows there as well. You will not be disappointed. And there's a brand new column by Ted Flint. That column is entitled Pack Perspective. It's a week in review. And that is the latest column. Do check that out. Always great words of wisdom from Ted Flint. Check out his podcast, The Pac-Man Show, as well. As well as many other podcasts right there on the BMG Network. And listen, until next time, uh, God bless you guys, and I'll catch you on the next show of The Ken Burns Show, right here on the BMG Network. The Ken Burns Show was produced, edited, and recorded in the BMG Studio. Music by Kevin McLeod. For more episodes of The Ken Burns Show, go to the bmgnetwork.com or find The Ken Burns Show on Facebook. And please join us again as we bring you more dynamic content.